Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. Today we're going to answer this question. Does Revelation chapter 4, verse 1 teach the pre-tribulation rapture? I believe that loving your neighbor includes being able to explain prophetic events. Prophetic events, they're not kind of a dessert that you can uh, pass on your meal or include. Prophetic events are something that God's included in his divine revelation to show us the beginning, the end, and what we should be doing in the middle. And Our view of the end is going to affect us in everyday life. So the rapture, as I'm going to be describing today, is from the viewpoint of the folks I will term rapture at any moment belief, or the formal term for this belief is the school of dispensationalism, and I've talked about it before. I'm not going to delve into it a whole lot today. I'll be talking about the rapture at any moment belief as seen in the very popular Left Behind novels, or if you're a little bit older, you might remember the very famous novel, The Late Great Planet Earth, or you may have heard of the Schofield Reference Bible, and probably about 95% of the radio broadcast, religious ones, that speak on biblical prophecy are all coming from the rapture-at-any-moment viewpoint. And here it is. It's called the pre-tribulation rapture view. And this is what it means. Before the seven-year tribulation begins, these folks believe that Jesus will come, catch up his people to be with him, and that's his people, both the living and the dead believers, to meet him in the air. So it comes before the seven-year tribulation. That's why you call it the pre-trib rapture or the pre-tribulation rapture. And the raptured people will be with Jesus in heaven for seven years while the rest of the world suffers terrible tribulation. That is not Catholic beliefs. That's a segment of Protestant beliefs called dispensationalism or the pre-trib rapture. In the dispensational framework, there's a seven-year separation between the pre-trib rapture and the second coming of Christ, which occurs after the rapture. And again, this is the dispensationalist view. Now, this understanding of end-time events is about 175 years old, although you'll hear loud claims from the rapture folks that it was actually the belief of the early church. Now, Revelation chapter 4 and verse 1 is the verse that the rapture at any moment folks point to in the book of Revelation proving the pre-trib rapture. I'm going to read Revelation 4.1. You listen to it and see if you can hear the rapture here. After this, I looked, and lo, in heaven, an open door. And the first voice, which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet, said, Come up hither, and I will show you what must take place after this. Okay? Now, remember that the pre-trib rapture folks criticize people like me who take the St. Augustine approach to the book of Revelation. They claim to be biblical literalists right through the book of Revelation, okay? So 
are you a Bible literalist to your pre-trib rapture friend? And they'll say, well, yes, of course. And then you ask, well, where exactly in the book of Revelation does it literally a mention a rapture before the tribulation begins? And they'll say, well, it's taught in Revelation 4.1, okay? But does it literally mention it? No, it does not, okay? So they're in a quandary because the bad stuff, the tribulation stuff, starts around chapter 6. And the last unit in the book of Revelation are chapters 4 and 5, where we are now. And they're going to have to find the rapture in here if it's going to be a pre-trib rapture. And so it's really an argument they claim it's taught in this first verse. Well, how would it be claimed to be taught? Well, remember he says, I heard something, someone speaking to me like a trumpet. Ah, that's it. There's a trumpet mentioned in St. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. And those of you who were with us, and there's a reason we did Thessalonians before we did Revelation, because in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 and 17, it does talk about Jesus coming and raising all true believers from the dead and the living being transformed and to meet Jesus. And coinciding with that, Catholics believe that's the second coming of Christ. Obviously, the pre-trib rapture people believes it's seven years before then. There's a mention coinciding with the events in 1 Thessalonians 4 of a loud trumpet. So, just because there's a mention of a trumpet in Revelation 4.1, is that the trumpet announcing the second coming of Christ? If you look at 4.1 in Revelation, it says, And the first voice which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up hither. In other words, St. John is saying in Revelation 4.1, I heard a voice just like the voice I heard earlier. And that voice was in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 10, where it says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. In other words, when God was communicating to St. John in chapter 1, it was loud. It sounded like a trumpet. And when God was communicating to St. John in chapter 4, it was loud, like the same trumpet in chapter 1. No one who believes in the pre-trib rapture believes that the rapture occurs in Revelation 1.10, and yet St. John explicitly says the trumpet in 4.1 is like the trumpet in 1.10. To complicate things a little bit, trumpets are mentioned not only in chapter 1 and verse 10, right here in chapter 4 and verse 1, but also chapter 8, verses 2, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12, 13, chapter 9, verse 1, chapter 9, verse 13, chapter 9, verse 14, chapter 10, verse 7, chapter 11, verse 15. So I count at least 14 trumpets in Revelation. If trumpet equals rapture, are you saying there are 14 raptures in Revelation? No, you have to determine by context. And the context here isn't the rapture because it's the context saying it's the same voice that he heard in chapter 1, which wasn't the rapture. Okay? little complicated, but 
again, loving your neighbor means to be able to answer this because almost everything you hear in the airwaves, religious airwaves, is going to be mentioning that right here we have the rapture so clearly taught. Well, okay, in chapter 4, some people think where it says, come up here, that is the rapture. In other words, John was taken up into heaven to see a vision of the throne room of God. Is, is that the rapture, like some say? Well, uh, this I would make a little note somewhere in your Bible where it says, come up here, or come up. That is a verb, an imperative verb, which is a command, in the second person singular. You, John, singular, come up here. The rapture is for all the believing people of God, both living and those who have already passed on, on the dead. And what Revelation 4.1 is saying, come up here, you, John, singular. So you can't expand it to the whole church. Well, then the argument is thrown out here. Aha, but the word church isn't mentioned on earth during the tribulation period in Revelation. Really? That's called an argument from silence, and biblical literalists shouldn't be arguing from silence, should be arguing from the Bible. And the claim is made, well, this must be the rapture because the church isn't mentioned after uh, Revelation 4.1. Well, guess what? The word church isn't mentioned in heaven either during the tribulation period. So what happened to the church? Did it vanish? No. Saints appear in both heaven and on earth in Revelation. Twelve times it's mentioned saints between chapter 4 and verse 1 and the end of chapter 19. In addition, chapter 12, it says the offspring of the woman Catholics will get this because we know we're the children of the second Eve, Mary the second Eve, but the offspring of the woman is talking about believers. And Revelation 7, 2, having the seal of the living God, sealing the servants of God, those are Christians. So I count at least 14 times between 4, 1 and 19, where in both heaven and on earth, the saints are mentioned. Now, this is getting a little rough because the things that are commonly mentioned to prove the rapture, argument from silence, come up here, rapture of all the people, no, it isn't, it's second person singular. When the rapture teaching gets rough, then you have a preacher with a very authoritative preacher's voice who brings out the Greek. And so I want to teach you three Greek words and particular Rapture at any moment, church that I was with back in my early days of following Jesus made a whole lot of hay out of two Greek words. And if you could write them down, I'm going to actually give you three Greek words. They only gave me two. The two words are meta, M-E-T-A, tauta, T-A-U-T-A. And mata tauta, mata tauta, mata tauta. And you'll hear this on prophetic sermons and teachings and seminars and books and films. It's the first two words in Greek of Revelation 4.1. After this, 
after what? They're claiming after the church age, because Revelation 2 and 3 are talking about the church. The church isn't mentioned, the word church, but we just saw 14 times believers are mentioned in heaven and on earth after Revelation 4, 1. And they're saying that this after this is talking about the church. Now, meta tauta, M-E-T-A, T-A-U-T-A. They're going to be taught that. And what you need to do is learn one more word. It's idon. It's E-I-D-O-N in Greek, and phonetically spelled is E-Y-E like I, and then hyphen D-O-N, mata tauta idon. And then, very, very, very important, comma. You see, mata tauta can be referencing after this, after these things, can referring to the church, or if you put the verb with it, after this, I saw, after this, I looked, and you put a comma, which is in both the Greek Bibles and the English Bibles, you see that all it's saying is after this, I saw a new vision. And mata tauta, folks aren't told, is found in 7-1, 7-9, 15-5, 18-1, and 19-1. So are there six raptures in Revelation? Come on. It's not Revelation 4-1. It's preparation for hell on earth, starting in chapter 6. And chapters 4 and 5 give us a vision of King Jesus to get ready. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.